Hi, my name is Naomi Hafter. I'm the business librarian at the Pratt Library State Library Resource Center. With me today is Ron Barnes, Vice President and Community Reinvestment Manager of Provident Bank. Ron, thanks for being here with us today. Glad to be here. Today we're going to talk about money management, and I thought we'd start with a few questions and go from there. Why should people get a copy of the credit report, and what should they look for? That is a great question, because clearly you need to know what's being collected about you and about what your credit history has been. I hope many people listening to this have actually done what you're suggesting, but in case you haven't, a credit report doesn't say your credit is good or bad. It really looks at the history of how you've paid your debts. If you've had three or four credit cards, an auto loan, a student loan, and a mortgage, it just tracks your payment history for those different creditors and shows how many times 30 days, 60 days, or 90 days late you've been on any of those types of credit relationships. If the majority of your credit shows that you've paid as agreed, then you've got good credit. If the majority of your credit shows that you're constantly not paying on time, then you don't have such good credit. And that's exactly what, why you should take a look at what's being captured about you so you can know what is being reported when you try to apply for loans. There are three credit repositories, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. And you're entitled to see your credit report for free at least once a year. So you can request your credit report from them directly to see what is reported, and that makes perfect sense. Because let's talk about credit reports for a second. Typically, you think credit reports are very important when you're trying to apply for an auto loan or a mortgage or a credit card, which is very true. But are you familiar with other things that credit reports are used for? I think sometimes people, when they're applying for jobs, they'll have their credit looked at. That is correct. It could be for rental. Insurance is another area that they pull credit reports, which I personally don't agree with because I'm not sure exactly why they think there's a correlation. The reason, though, as it has been explained, is that how you pay your credit is a correlation of how responsibly you act, and therefore there's less risk involved for individuals that pay their bills on time. Uh, so your credit report is extremely important. Uh, let's go back to the point you made about jobs. It's not just jobs in financial services. But it's across the board, and you'd hate to be penalized for the job of your dreams, even though you've got a great academic record, because your credit is poor. How can people protect themselves against identity theft? Well, we were talking about customer information protection earlier, and it's interesting when you have multiple things shared at the same time. For instance, your name, your social number, and an account number together when any of those things by themselves would not be problematic. So when you ask the question about how do you protect those, you want to make sure whenever you're filling out things that have that combination of information, you'd like to know what that institution is doing if you're sharing that information with them. Another interesting area that often gets attacked for customer information security would be by phone. I would never give those three different categories out to an individual that has called me unless I'm comfortable that I know the person on the other end is who they represent themselves as. Uh, if you've called that institution, clearly you know who you're calling unless it's a bogus number. Uh, and something else I've I read recently, uh, it seems that uh, a lot of information is stolen from trash cans. So it might not be a bad idea to invest in a shredder to make sure that anytime you've got something that has all of that information on the same page, you're shredding it so that 
anybody diving through your trash can't pull up a piece of paper that would show um, any of this information to someone that you wouldn't want to have it shared with. And you want to make sure the individuals or organizations that you share that information with have a great program for destroying their materials. One of my favorite pet peeves is that in the financial services industry, we're very careful about customer information, even to the point of leaving it on your desk when you leave for lunch in case someone might come around. I wonder if on the healthcare side, often they're asking you for your social security number. They're very careful about your health information, but I wonder about the financial information you give them so you can get a healthcare service provided. I'm often not giving my social number, or at least the last four digits, so that I have some protection in the event that they may not have as stringent protection plans in place for my financial information, even though they're very attentive to my health care information. What's at risk when somebody's identity has been stolen? The items that are at risk can run the gamut of all of your uh, account information, your mortgage, job, all of the above. So you'd have to be careful to make sure that uh, your identity hasn't been stolen. And one of the major ways you can do that is by pulling your credit report periodically to make sure that there are no accounts appearing on, the, on your report that you know you have not opened. It's interesting, I read an article recently that noted that in many of the identity theft scenarios, it's an individual that the person knows that steals the information, uh, a roommate, a relative, unfortunately, in many cases, who has access to seeing your name, your social security number, certain account numbers together, and then can start a process of stealing your identity. What's particularly at risk when your identity is stolen? Are you responsible for loans or charges against a credit card, for example? Both of those are examples of things that you would be at risk for. In essence, you'd have months of your life taken away in trying to go back and prove that these charges, these loans, these different things that you didn't do yourself were done by another individual. And until you're able to prove that, you are responsible for those items. Ron, we've covered a lot of topics today, and I appreciate your time. Thanks very much. You're welcome. Glad to be here.